Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. edition of the patriot party podcast i am the mick and with me of course is my much better beloved better half v lynn hello patriot so yeah we're going to start out way different than we've ever started out because i listened to uh let me see one two three eight podcasts today well you only will get i mean you only walked in the door five minutes ago so and uh let me go ahead and tell you that um nothing's changed everything's the same it still sucks and we're still getting fucked by our own government yeah 
So really, I don't know if there's a reason to repeat the news over and over again. That's the same thing from day to day. Something new. What? Uh, The Nord Stream thing. It's not new. Nord Stream blew up two months ago, three months ago, four months ago, I know. seven months ago. It was June. Cy Hirsch said that we did it. And then we came out. And then the Ukrainians said, said, well, no, it was the Ukrainians that did it. The Ukrainians did it. And the Ukrainians came out and said, we didn't do it. They don't even have a fucking Navy. How hey, did they do you ready for this one? No, no. They, you ready for we this said one? it was a pro-Ukrainian force. Y- y- who, who would that be? The CIA? The USA? Yeah. The pro-Ukrainian you ready for this force? One? Yeah. I'm touching you. I'm touching you. Yeah. I'm touching you. Yeah. That's all this is. It's the same shit. It's childish bullshit that kids have been playing for days and days and days. It's, it's almost exhausting. Mm-hmm. Watching liberals lose their mind about fucking... Um, about Tucker Carlson is hysterical. It is. And I, 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 I mean, have, it's funny, but it's not, I have a folder called tuckered. There's no, there's no point to it. Well, Actually. One of the things that I, I really didn't like last night and we watched, if you weren't here, we watched last night on, we, we aired it here. Tucker's little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, he shows a lot of the same videos over and over again. Because it was funny, I did catch Bongino live today, and all the people in the chat, when Bongino was talking about it, everybody in the chat was saying, why doesn't he release more video? It's the same tape over and over again. Release the whole, release it. Just let it out there. Well, it's not up to Tucker to release it. Tucker gets copies. His broadcast or his producers are allowed to go down there. Mm-hmm. They're allowed. They're not allowed to remove the videotapes, but they can copy what they have to. Mm-hmm. Just copy it all. Why don't you go out there, copy it all, and just put it out online? Just dump it. You want to piss off some liberals, Tucker, just put it all out there. The liberals will lose their shit. Oh, my God. Tucker put unedited videos out. That's what Chuck Schumer was saying yesterday. Mm -hmm. So help me God, Tucker put unedited videos out. He said he cherry-picked stuff. We must edit these videos so that the American public know what really took place on January 6th. Oh, that it was uh, peaceful and we were all really happy until you ass clowns started throwing tear gas and smoke grenades at us and flashbangs. Yeah, pretty much. Sure. Pretty much, yeah. That's about it. Hey, we got our new MyPillow commercial. I saw that. That's good. Like I said, he walked in the door five minutes ago. Literally, and I'm going to smoke a bowl right now. So if, if you're all on tap, let's do it. Pocket, start it up early. Because I'm going to start this shit right off the bat because, like I said, I've been here all day. And I because just normally got home. when he gets home, he smokes a bowl and we talk about what happened during the day. But since he only got home five minutes ago, um, now he's going to smoke a bowl in the air and we're going to talk about what happened during the day. Really, he doesn't. I don't give a shit what happened during his day. I like telling him what happened during my day. So, kid got sent home sick from school. Not really sick, but. I don't tell you what happened during my day. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Um, you put up a garage door and you work with idiots. <laughs> that narrows it down. Actually, today, it wasn't the idiots I worked with that frustrated me more. It was. People. Did, in the last 24 hours, did all of a sudden humanity become dumber? I mean, it happens every 24 hours. It's I, a cycle. I, I think it is. Yes. It, and it's getting exponentially worse. So every 24 hours, people get exponentially dumber. Most definitely. So, let me give you a clue as to why my frustration level is already here tonight. And I really don't feel like talking about the news because I'm just going to get angry and start screaming. Um, <clears throat> first appointment. 
<coughs> walked in this lady's house. She goes, my garage door doesn't work. No shit, like, Sherlock. That's why you're there, right? I was like, okay, well, let's go take a look at it. So we walk around, right? And we stand out in the garage. They open the door. And uh, I walk down the stairs in the garage. And I'm like, okay, you can open the door. She's like, okay. I said, you can open the door anytime you want. She's like, I am. Did she mean like the interior door to the house? I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself right now. Um, oh, my Lord. She's not pressing anything. She's not reaching for a button. Oh, she's telepathically she opened opening the, the door. door and she's standing there looking at the motor. And I'm like, you, you do realize you have to press the button on the wall, right? She goes, no, she said it was motion activated. <laughs> Wait, what? Who said it was motion activated? She did. The customer said it was motion activated. I said, no, ma'am, there's no motion activated garage door opener out there. There's no such thing. And she swore up and down that there was it was motion activated. I said, no, the light is motion activated. The, there's a little motion activation switch underneath the button to press, and it activates the light on the motor. She thought that was supposed to make the whole motor move. So every time someone walked past your house, your motor, your garage door would go up? What kind of stupid shit is that? No, every time you walked out into your garage, your, your, garage, your garage door, door would go, go up. up. Okay. I, I, I don't know, folks. Okay. I, I'm just, I'm asking a question. Does everybody else feel like everybody in the last 24 hours just got dumber? I mean, I'm maybe. dead serious. Maybe. Because maybe. who does that? Who walks out in their garage and thinks, oh, well, my, my garage door opener is motion activated. If I just wave my hand right here, the door will just open. No, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Do you realize if you had a motion activated door and somebody was standing underneath it and you walked out in front of it and it closed on that person and it killed them, you'd be liable? Dude, that's like scream right up where the chick gets caught in the, in but the I, door in the garage and gets her head cut off. I, I, I just one of my favorite. Parts. I wonder about um, other people's jobs. Like, you know, I, I know ranchers, maybe not so much because they don't deal with the general public but i wonder about other jobs like you go to some houses man there's some real like for the biggest one i've ever gone to is i walked into a house okay if you have a gfic all right a little education for you in case you didn't know if you have a gfic plug it normally shuts down a number of series of plugs if it's one plug, then it shuts down all the rest of the plugs in that area. If you have a GFIC, uh, if you have a circuit board that's in your house or not a circuit board, but if your panel has GFIC labels on it, we know where the GFIC outlets are and we go look for them. Well, this lady's like, yeah, my garage door doesn't work. I don't understand what's going on. And uh, I look at the wall all the way across the garage door, literally. I, I literally walked into the house. I didn't even go into the garage yet. And I looked across the wall in the window in her garage, and I could see the light on the GFIC plug was red. And I was thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, this is going to be ugly. Because we get yelled at. You call us out there. We show up, right? And then I realized, I realized, I stand by, I realized that you're a moron because I walk over to the plug 
I press the little reset button. All of a sudden, the lights come back on the fucking garage door opener, and I go hit the button, and the garage door opener works. No, and see, they you, go. You got it. You got it. Oh my god, you got to be kidding me! It can't be that easy. I'm like, no, it is. You gotta, now that's you, a seventy nine dollar no, charge. You got to play seventy nine. You got to play that shit so much better. You you have to like you got to like spend an hour like get up on the ladder like fuck take the casing off the motor you know look at it move some things around put it back on don't actually do anything just you know what i mean like make a show of it take like an hour and a half right then go over uh, just hard reset unplug it hit the little red light on the plug plug it back in and charge them for two hours worth of work yeah, wow this is a sick bitch you and see then this? and then they won't get mad at you they think that you saved their fucking day oh, instead oh, yeah. of making oh, them no. feel like an idiot Def. and you can charge them twice as much for not making them feel stupid Def. immediately the first thing i do i say okay well that's a 79 dollars charge well i never agreed to that i said ma'am i'm here i'm a tool <laughs> i'm outside of my toolbox my truck is my toolbox so when you take me out of my truck, you're autom automatically getting charged $79, whether I'm here for an hour Babe, or not. You can turn that shit into a $150 job easy. Oh, I could. If I had the time for every job like that, you're absolutely right. I would just spend 20 minutes, take the casing off the motor, fiddle with something, put it back on, unplug it, hit the red light real covertly, plug it back in, boom, you're done. Then they won't bitch about that. Then they, they think that you did actually something that they couldn't do. And then they won't bitch about the fucking $80 charge. Actually, you know what my favorite was? Um, literally yesterday. Um, matter of fact, I don't have my phone in here because I was rushing. Um, not that I'm rushing, but I was rushing. Um, I had uh, this one garage I went to, and I have a picture of it, so I will share it with you all. I'll show it to you tomorrow. Um, literally, the door is side. I, I got sent here because it was going to be a, Chris told me, oh, it'd be a 20-minute job. <laughs> Okay, so I showed up, right? The door is sideways in the opening from the top left corner to the bottom right corner, and it is literally being held up by cables. Oh, and by the way, the springs at the top of the garage door, they still have all of their charge on. Oh, okay. So this thing is literally ready to fly out of our atmosphere. I mean, if I touch it in the wrong way, it's going for a ride, and I don't know where it's going to end. And I was sitting here going, yeah, I am. And I had like 20 minutes. Oh, it's a 20 minute job. Took a picture of it, sent it back. He said, 20 minutes, huh? In what universe? And how many 20 minutes can I charge this one? I charged that guy $1,800 to fix that door. I bet you did. And, it, but that's what it really costed, though. I mean, it was, we had to take the whole door apart just to put it back together again. Yeah. I was like, I don't know yeah. who did this to you, but they fucked you good. Because ooh, worth wow. every dollar. Wow. Well, my day, um, I I was moving right along. Of course, Wednesday's a late start. Our kid goes into school later. Like he doesn't have to be there till nine. I get him there at like eight fifteen, because that's just how we roll. Um, because otherwise, if we leave any late, if we leave the house any later, we'll be stuck in traffic yep. for like two hours. So no, the latest we can possibly leave the house is seven thirty, and I get him to school at eight fifteen um on wednesday if we leave at eight because he has to be there by nine we, we won't get there till 10 like it's it's not even fucking worth it so anyway um so you know i get home and uh and i'm i jumped right into planting planted uh well had to shovel up a whole wheelbarrow full of compost because i emptied all the bags already and uh so i've got a whole bed planted more 
radishes and kohlrabi and carrots and um i fuck i don't even know what else did you uh, tell them about the bean dip whole bunch of stuff well no so that's the other thing so i told you all how i i dug all that like all all winter i've just been we've been throwing the leaves and all kinds of shit into like and all the compost into the chicken enclosure and letting them compost it you know they turn it dig through it dig out all the good stuff shitting it whatever you know it's great and they like pack it all down and it, it forms like this mat so i dug it all out and i've been using that in the garden it's fantastic you know i just tilled it over and it's great well since i put it in the garden and i obviously started watering because now i'm planting um i switched them to organic seed organic feed and there's dried peas in there well they're not really a big fan of dried peas so they throw them out and they just throw them on the ground outside of their their big food bowl um so that got mixed in with all the compost so since i started watering now i have all these peas sprouting all over the place so I just keep digging them up and putting them along the fence line so they can have, they have something to trail up. So I'm like, sweet, I'm going to have all these peas that I didn't have to buy. They just, you know, came with the feed. That's great. Um, then I planted a whole bed of onions and I planted melons and um, squash and zucchini, um, all, all kinds of great stuff. And then I got a call. Uh, the kid was sick. So I, they actually, they call me at like 1230. Um, after lunch, they'd recess and he was playing basketball and he got really overheated and he finished his water bottle, which we sent him to school every day with a bottle of distilled water. Um, and so he refilled it from their water fountain, their tap water. And he almost instantly got a headache and he started coughing and he could not stop coughing. Now, mind you, it was 80 degrees here yesterday and today it was like 65. So, you know, that weather changed too. The pollen's real bad. His allergies kicked in. Like it was nasty. He couldn't stop coughing. It's real dry. Today. So yeah, real dry. really, really dry. So the nurse gave him a cough drop and, um, you know, sent him back to class. And anyway, a couple hours later, he was still coughing. So the teacher sent him back to the nurse and she called me and I had to go pick him up. So I come home with the kid. We go in the door. The dogs are there waiting for us, but the door didn't latch all the way when he closed it. Sometimes like you have to shut it real hard for the door to latch. We almost always lock it because the dogs know how to open the door if it's not locked. So anyway, it swung back open. Annie darts out. Chickens and ducks are in the yard. Oh yeah, Annie went straight for him. She runs through, chases the ducks into the pond where the gator is. They freak the fuck out. They all go in the pond. Two of the ducks go halfway down the pond in front of the deck. Um, the other two, two were pretty close or three were pretty close. And then Blueberry was kind of in the middle. So um, the first three, once we caught Annie, which I shocked the shit out of her like 10 times, she did not give a fuck. That thing's upside down. The, the prongs were sitting outside her collar. Again, she flips that thing yeah, all the time. I think she, she flips it on That's perfect. why she doesn't get shot. Yes. She's not She dumb. flips her collar around She's so she can't get dumb. shocked. Anyway, um, so we get Annie, we catch Annie, we get her inside and... Uh, Blueberry comes hightailing it back around, you know, like as fast as he can swim in and comes back up uh, on the shore and, and he goes back and I'm like, where are my other two ducks? No idea. So I go in our backyard, just gated and to go look up on the deck to see if they're on the other side of the pond. And then I see them in the corner. Now we've gotten so much, we got so much rain last summer. The pond went up like two, three feet and it really never regressed all the way back to its original place, its original banks. So it's still like, we actually had to move our gator fence in a bit 
on the backyard. And the original wood fence extends into the pond. So there's this little hole, like this little cutout, cutout there yeah. where the wood fence extends and the, the gator fence comes in here. And the two ducks are right there. Now, of course, I have this whole fence chicken wired to shit so that Annie, because Annie kept breaking through it. Now she just goes over it. She doesn't give a fuck. Um, but so I can't actually get the ducks out through there. They absolutely refuse to go out into the pond because they're terrified of the gator. So I had to climb down, down the side of the wood fence that, you know, on outside of the yard and almost into the pond and actually cut that little bit of fencing off on the side and the, the hole that Annie originally went through that I now moved the gator fence up and I had to pull the ducks through there to get them out. Jeez. Oh my God. I, I was bet like, it was drama city. Such drama, such drama. Oof. I was like, good God. So thank God all the chickens are female. I mean, <laughs> Oh, why we had to get a bird dog and then get a, you know, 17 birds. Jesus Christ. Well, you know how retarded that is. That's, that's how it is. So, so, but anyway, we'll start with. World but I did get a lot III. of planting done today. I so. guess. World War Three. We'll start uh, hot and heavy. Nord Stream. So the Nord Stream bullshit. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know. You know. My lord. I hope you all had a good day. Better day than me, at least. I was running all over the damn place today. Actually, it wasn't a bad day. It was just long, very long. Very, very long. She's the duck whisperer. Actually, there's some new duck city really... shit right there. Yeah, <laughs> I like that, Cisco kid. <laughs> they're duck drama. Ducks do bond to you. So, you know, they'll, they actually, I mean, when they get freaked out like that, I mean, they, they'll like snuggle in my arms. You know, the duck whisperer. They snuggled with me before. It's crazy. So they call me the duck whisperer. Not just for a minute. They're like, oh, thank God, mom, I'm alive. Okay, good. Now I can get down. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> get the fuck away from me. Although Blueberry is the biggest snuggler. He does. Let me pet him all the time. Let's turn now to the war in Ukraine. And there's new information this morning about last September's attacks on the Nord Stream pipelines in the Baltic Sea. The New York Times is reporting new intelligence reviewed by U.S. officials indicates the attacks were carried out by a pro-Ukrainian group. Explosions damaged the pipelines last September, leading to a global blame game that was still going on up to this week. Russia accused the West of destroying the pipelines, which transport its gas to Europe. Now, the information reviewed by U.S. officials has led them to believe the saboteurs were most likely Ukrainian or Russian nationals or some combination of the two that were trying to help Kyiv. The Times reports those officials say no American or British nationals were involved and that at this point there's no evidence that Ukrainian President Zelensky or his government were involved either. The Ukrainian government has also denied it had anything to do with this. The officials added the explosives were likely planted with the help of experienced divers who did not appear to be working for either the military or intel services. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov responded to the news, characterizing it as an attempt to, quote, divert attention. Joining us now, NBC News foreign correspondent. Molly Hunter, who's on the other side of the Atlantic for us. Uh, Molly, good morning. Great to see you. Uh, so let's talk about this revelation here that the U.S. believes that it was a pro-Ukraine force that sabotaged the pipeline 
early on, a lot in the West suggested Russia did it. That seems like maybe not the case anymore. Tell us the significance and also the strain it might put on the European allies. Yeah, Jonathan, this is really significant. And when you read that New York Times article, and again, NBC News has not independently and independently confirmed that reporting, the U.S. officials stress this could really be the first significant lead in this global blame game. As you say, everyone has been talking about this, looking at this, trying to investigate it since September. Of course, we are talking about Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2. It runs from, they both run from Russia uh, to Germany. Now, many at the beginning, as you say, uh, suggested that maybe it was Russians, that maybe it was even kind of people... Uh, allies of Ukraine because Ukraine has opposed this project for so many years. They've been citing it as a national security threat. Of course, a very easy way for Russia to get their gas from Russia to Europe. In this New York Times report, though, there are a couple kind of blaring uh, gaps, which U.S. officials admit they do not know. They do not know who exactly the group is. It does not specify the members of this group, who would have kind of directed or paid for this operation. They are clear, though, as you mentioned, that these were heavily skilled, highly skilled divers with maybe past military experience, and they were clearly opponents of Putin. Now, the article very clearly lays out, Jonathan, uh, that President Zelensky is not implicated, nor are his top lieutenants. After the article was published in the New York Times, Jonathan, uh, actually a very senior aide to President Zelensky tweeted out, and I actually think we have that tweet, Mikhailo Podliak <laughs> responded, and he says, although I enjoy collecting amusing conspiracy theories about the Ukrainian government, I have to say Ukraine has nothing to do with the Baltic Sea mishap and has no information about pro-Ukrainian sabotage groups. What happened to the Nord Stream pipelines? They sink, as the Russian Federation says itself. Now, to be very clear, of course, uh, this may be the first significant lead. Lots to come, though, on exactly who and how that happened. Yeah, certainly we'll all be watching for the response from Germany. So, okay, so Cyhurst's uh, first, first, first article wasn't the first significant lead. Let's first and foremost this, all right? Let's put this in a perspective we, we all can agree on here. First and foremost, where did this story originate? Um, from us. No, the New York Times. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Stop. That would stop, be the CIA. Stop. The New York Times released a story, a counter-narrative to the current narrative, which the current narrative that was out there was that we did it, that the U.S. did it. Okay. One of the ways they just fucked themselves is with what they said there at the end. Oh, it appears it was experienced. How would you know? How would you know an experienced diver from an inexperienced diver? An inexperienced diver wouldn't be able to pull it off? You'd be amazed at what most of you could do underwater. Hmm. You would be Not amazed. Not me. I, I don't. I, I no, not you. Not you're me. the only other. You're the only person in the world I know I that can, can choke I can on her own spit. Scuba. But <laughs> I don't do that. Um, no, you, you would be amazed. You would be amazed what basic divers can do, and what really, really experienced divers fuck up at. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you one thing: they fuck up at all the time. Diving. And as an experienced diver, I can tell you this. We push and push and push how long we can stay down there. And um, a blood clot in your lungs, folks, that takes you out of the game done 
You are not allowed to dive ever again. You will never be cleared for diving ever again. Yeah, the the bends will fuck you forever. Uh, Blood clot in your lung. You're fucking done. You're done in a lot of ways. You might be done in real life, too. Uh, Like, mm -hmm. dead done. Not like done done. I mean, yeah, you're actually, yeah, permanently done. Mm -hmm. Because it can kill you. Yeah. So, when I say that, then I got. Then I have to ask the question: How deep was it? Because anything over two hundred and eighty feet, you are going on a. You're going on such a mix. It's a very scary mix, and you can only be down there for about twenty five minutes. So now I ask again: twenty five minutes worth of work on the bottom. That's with a, an eleven and a half minute ascent and descent, and that will get you through a mixed two mixed bottle with an extra oxygen bottle for your ascent because you'd have to carry an extra oxygen bottle for your ascent because your emergency bottle wouldn't be big enough. So you'd have to have another extra extra oxygen bottle strapped to you. So my question is, again, who has that type of equipment just laying around their house? There's, I, there's not a lot of European divers that have that type of equipment laying around their house. What, pad, Why? Paddy here? Because that equipment alone costs over $18,000 just for the basic setup for a single diver. That's the rig. That's the bottles. That's the vest. That's the wetsuit. Because if you're diving that deep, you are wearing a wetsuit. Actually, you're wearing a dry suit. Yeah. So you have a thermal suit on that. Those are about $800 alone just for the suit. And that's not with the booties and the the gloves. That's just the hood all the way down to your ankles. And then you get the booties and the gloves and that's probably another $400 on top of that. I mean, that that was $800 when you bought it 10 years ago. Yeah. It's probably fucking a thousand grand. Yeah. Easy. It's probably two grand. Probably two grand. now. Yeah. That much neoprene. It's probably two grand. So your wetsuit, oh, or dry suit, and then on top of that, you got to get flippers, you got to get a mask, you have to have two diving compasses and one diving watch with oxygen readout. Oh, and by the way, you have to pay for your nitrogen. Nitrogen ain't fucking cheap, folks. Yeah, because if you're you're a diving that of, deep, you need a two gas mix. It's not you're yeah, not just oh yeah, you're going, you're not just diving on oxygen. You're like you're, if y'all, you're a nitrox mix. If y'all all the way down ever there. seen the Abyss, the movie The Abyss, um, they they talk they describe the two gas mix there. No, they describe liquid oxygen being poured in the lungs, which is impossible, and it would kill you because we don't have gills, so there's no way to dispel the bad side of liquid oxygen from our lungs. Okay. So that's impossible. That was all movie legend. But on the flip side of that, there they they do kind of talk about two gas atmospheres because they have they lived in a two gas atmosphere yeah, yeah, yeah. underneath the water. Yeah. And that is a nitrogen oxygen mix. Yeah. It's a 40, it's a six, it's a it's a 48.7 to 51.3% mix. So you are almost even in and out at 50% of 50-50 mix. The reason is, is nitrogen is less dense, takes up less room. So when you breathe a two-gas mix, your lungs are not um, inflating to their full capability and you're still getting the same amount of oxygen. 
So basically the nitrogen is not taking up as much room, but it's still protecting the oxygen and allowing the oxygen to transverse your body. It's not bad for your blood that you have nitrogen in your blood. It's not a bad thing. So they do it. Long story short, though, you can only do it for so much at a time. Normally, 45 minutes is the key point, and that's anywhere, or I guess the number one rule. We say it's about 45 minutes because if it's at 100 feet, so if you think about your descent, your descent is going down. We depressurize pretty quick, believe it or not. Humans, as you get pressure pushed around you, you push a lot of bullshit out of your body. It's really funny. If you've never been with somebody scuba diving before and you start going deep, you're going to notice, like, I, I want to take her once just because I want to nope. watch. Nope, nope. Won't I want to watch her nope. fart because it's so nope. funny when you get a new diver in the water and nope. they've never been that deep before. Nope. And their body starts getting pushed. Nope. The first thing everybody does it's is fart. gases come out. And normally they go the fastest route up. You, Let me tell you, you something. You watch me fart all the time. You don't need to take me underwater. To that that shit's hysterical. No, because when they do it, they, like, stop and turn around and, like, look, that wasn't me. I'm like. Who the fuck else could it be? I was like, well, I always do give them this one. I go. Yeah. And they look at me like, I was like, yeah, somebody up there died. Because <laughs> of what just came out of you, somebody up there just died. Oh, wow. Anyway, so it takes a very experienced diver, what you're saying. And normally they're the hard old, to come by. And normally the only guys that have the equipment the education, mm -hmm. the training to dive that deep, to live down there, to do that job, military guys, yeah, 90% of the time. Or and if they were non-military CIA, uh, or KGB, GRU, FSB. Or the oil companies have deep sea divers. Like they that. do. Yep. And they actually have a better group than yep. I'm even talking about because they actually walk on the fucking yep. bottom of the ocean. So, yes, there are a bunch of those. Yeah. Quite comical, though. If, uh... But that's really kind of it. And the Ukrainian Navy is essentially non-existent. Um, they don't have a Navy. So I'm not sure how they would have, like, the equivalent of our SEAL team to go The only people that. that were in the area at the time in which we think the explosives were planted Ross. was our Navy. That's, that's it. it. Anyway, so um, Cy Hirsch actually had a response, and it's like 20 minutes from I can watch the whole thing, but uh, a, a good portion of it here. We'll give it a, it's, uh, five minutes. It's due. It's, mm -hmm. We'll see. If he gets sparky, maybe we'll, uh, we'll keep go. him going. We'll see how it goes. You know, if he gets stupid. We're joined now by Pulitzer Prize winning journalist uh, Seymour Hirsch, who is out with a new piece uh, on his Substack called My 50 Years uh, with Dan Ellsberg. Also joining us to talk about his reporting on the Nord Stream pipelines. Uh, Seymour Hirsch, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, glad to be there, you guys. All right. And so I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to start by asking you uh, what, what you thought of the, this new reporting uh, from the New York Times and then also from the, the German press, which in, in some ways su supports what you had uh, reported about the uh, Nord Stream pipeline and in other ways uh, con contradicts it. But first off, let's start with, with the sourcing. As a, as a journalist, when you looked at the, the New York Times report, uh, what, what, what jumped out to you about it? Well, first of all, 
my secret thought always has been it was Somalia. I think Somalia. And then I learned it was on the Indian Ocean. So I now make it Nepal. Well, what, what, what am I supposed to think about it? It doesn't, you know, Ryan and Emily, it doesn't matter what I think. I mean, it, it's, it's either a story or it's not a story. And uh, in the first place, the thing I'm accused of is not naming sources. And of course, I noticed both the story in the um, New York Times and the Washington Post this morning. I still get the papers in print. I like to see a paper. Um, both had no sources in it either. And when I worked for the New York Times for, what, seven, seven years during Watergate and Vietnam, I was hired to do Vietnam. I was actually working at the New Yorker and left the New Yorker to go work at the New York Times because at that point in 72, it was a straight newspaper. In other words, there were guys in Saigon, uh, um, uh, Homer Biggert and Dave Halberstam and Neil Sheehan, who were doing great reporting. And the Washington Bureau was, as it always was in those days, very pro-president and, you know, and the government. And I was hired to go make Whoopi there by Abe Rosenthal. And at that time, um, uh, it was a different newspaper. I, I just, you know, I wrote maybe a thousand stories in seven years, including stuff, really important stories about Chile and the CIA and NSA. And 99% of them had no sources, but they all, you know, they trusted me. Um, even when I wrote a story about domestic spying that I didn't tell the editors about on Friday. And I wrote 7,000 words that day and was in the paper Sunday with banner headlines and nobody, seven unnamed sources. And one editor asked me a question. When, so it's, it's just a silly thing to decide that because I don't name sources or I don't put anybody in a meeting, which is a critical thing not to do, um, that it doesn't exist. That's just an excuse. And so um, just in, you know, the New York Times has a lot of very good reporters on it. And I, you know, and uh, ditto for the Washington Post. My argument has always been since I left the newspaper business and I saw who got promoted and who did not, I'm convinced that if we got rid of 90% of the editors, uh, we'd be much better off. Do you get the sense that your reporting shook the tree loose, to borrow a phrase that Ryan used earlier, on the rest of these stories that are now coming out, where it seems that people in the intelligence community are either putting forward information that, in some sense, could fit into um, your reporting, or in other sense, could not. But do you get the sense, though, that some of these people are coming forward um, because your report really did shake the tree loose? Well, not here. Not here in terms of the major media or, the, or even seeing, you know, I think we're talking about post-Trump and post-Trump really changed the media landscape. You were Fox and you were either Fox or CNN and MSBC and you were either the New York Post and other uh, papers like that, or more that conservative, or you were with the New York Times and Washington Post. And so... Um, um, the, the papers just fell that way. And so when I come up with a story that's very anti-Biden, look, uh, what's going on now in this White House is terrifying to me. Um, they, I don't know if anybody's paid attention with the, with the, uh, um, uh, I think the prime minister of China, the number two guy in China has been saying that they're writing us off. They've had it with our snotty comments and canceling meetings because of a balloon. You know, a secretary of state canceling a meeting with his counterpart because of a balloon and publicly doing it and pointing his finger at a public meeting at a senior Chinese official. I can tell you, I know, I know Americans who have taken, who have Chinese descent in the government, who have taken diplomats abroad, 
serious guys. And one thing you do is you never do what, what Tony Blinken did at um, uh, in, when he was in China, pointing a finger in public to his counterpart. You just don't do that. And so these guys, I don't know what uh, 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 Blinken and Sullivan and Newland, I call them Lincoln, Blinken and Nod. If you've ever had kids, you know what I'm talking about, the children's story. They're just out of their league here. I, I, they may have wonderful degrees in diplomas and experience. They're just out of their league. Do they really want to get into a, a NATO war? And there's no question we've been increasing the amount of American troops uh, in Poland secretly and deploying much more force, many more arms up in that area. Um, obviously, with the idea, uh, I would guess that the president may authorize or they may push for NATO actually to make a physical presence. It's going to be over in Ukraine. It's just a question of when Putin pulls it, whether you like Putin or don't like Putin. I, I, how can you like a guy that started the most the bloodiest war um, in, in, in uh, Western Europe since World War II? We had the Balkans and Chesna, but this is something else. So you have to fault him for that. But it isn't without some reason or at least some provocation. We expanded NATO to the east. Everybody's watching a show and knows what I'm talking about. We also put... Um, uh, what we call defensive missiles that can be turned overnight in the, in, in the missiles that can th throw a nuclear, nuclear bombs into, uh, into Moscow, 800 miles away with seven minutes. How far would it take? We've also escalated that, escalated the rhetoric. And, um, I don't know what the goal is. I don't know if they know what the goal is. Uh, you know, I, I guess historically presidents who have wars do better in elections. I mean, um, that's just a fact. Uh, that the public rallies around a president. I don't know what's going on in that White House, but it's very scary and very dumb. Mm -hmm. And what they're putting out, then the story they put out yesterday is just another example of idiocy. Mm -hmm. It's not yeah. working. Well, none of it is. Not even the White House, not no. even the Congress, not even the Senate. None of it's working. That is the point. And that is the scarier point than anything else is that they. They they'd be more happy to take your rights away from you than to help you if you were hurt or downtrodden or maybe you live in Palestine, Ohio right now, or maybe you live somewhere else where it's really bad. Really bad. You know, it's funny. Remember how they campaigned on, uh, well, call it campaigning, but um, one of their their talking points was that the adults will be back in the room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What adults? Where, where, where are they? I don't know. Where, where are said adults? Cause, um, I, I don't see any adults in the administration. I'm sorry. There are no serious people there. Serious. I'm there. There's, there's really not. He's right. They're completely out of their league. I like winking, uh, Lincoln, and nod. I, I like that too. Yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, it really is winking, blinking, and nod. Seriously, I mean, holy shit! It, they're like the it's they're like the Three Stooges cloned over and over <laughs> yeah. again in Except the fucking White they're House. All they're curly. just so ridiculous. They're just curly over and over I again. I mean, you know how fucked up you'd have to be to be curly all over, all over. Yeah, and over Joe Biden. <laughs> Ching. Oh wow. Oh. What's going to happen when those countries attack? Tammy asked a great question. What, what, what did my kid ask me the other day? Oh, no, he, he told me a joke. Um, he came in and he said, Dad, he said, what is it when there's 
a Mexican fighting a Catholic priest. So I, I don't know what. Alien versus Predator. Which kid was this? The older one or the younger no, one? No, the younger oh, one. And I... Hurt me or pissed my pants. I was laughing so hard. I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I was wow. like, holy shit. All right. Oh. All right. We're moving on to uh, a new folder called Sheer Stupidity. Is this a new folder or is this just like normal it's, it's America? With normal like America. Just today. Actually, this is fun. I like this one. <laughs> oh, this is good. First off, look at look at the lady right there. She's like, oh my God. Which this one? Is the, right there in the pink, right in front. She's like, oh my God, please save me from this. This is fucking amazing. Just is, wait, watch this. This Is, is, is awesome. that what she's doing or is she crying? She might be crying. I don't know. But look, love wins. Anyway, um, all right, this, this is great. I am Caesar, Julius Caesar of Rome, the emperor. I am also a female. Does anybody here believe that? That I am Julius Caesar? Anybody believe that? No? Of course not. It's ridiculous. I'm not Caesar. I'm not a woman either. I'm here as a father. Actually, I think he was making a really good point. He did make a good point. I said I loved this one. Yeah, I yeah. think that's an actual that's really an good point. I mean, that's costume too, by the way. That's solid. That's, I like it. That's solid. I like yeah. that. Yep. I, I go in there. Fuck you. Yep. Nope. But he's not Julius Caesar. Either is this guy. He wants to be though. Bill Gates wants to be Caesar dictator of the world. Bill Gates wants to be Bill Gates. Be anything like uh, it was. It's going to take a long time to recover. It's going to be, you know, people are going to be surprised at how slow and how how fitful this uh, it was. It's going to take a long time to recover. Why is Billy Gates laughing? Yeah, he's a fucking devil. About the next pandemic he's, coming. Look at him. Look at that big he's smile. He's a fucking demon. Look at that. Come yes. on. We're all going to die. You're Look all going to die. How? How can, all right, hunters out there, how can you not want to kill that? I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I mean, at least I, I just want to surgery. I, I just want to uh, take a shot at him, you know, just, uh, just uh, maybe just a little bit, you know, take a shot. Mm. It might not do anything, but I, I just want to see mm. what a fucking demon. He dude's, really is. He's a fucking straight yeah. up devil, yo. He really is. It's just nothing else to it. <sighs> okay. And more, this is more stupidity. More sheer stupidity. Oh, this is great. This is sheer stupidity. Okay. Oh, is this what I think this is? I, I, I don't know. Is this one I sent you? Maybe. No. Farming needs to stop. That's the single biggest driver of climate change. <laughs> oh, my God. Play it again, Sam. Play it again. No, 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 he did not just... Farming needs to stop. That's the single biggest driver of climate change. Farming needs hold to on, stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Farming needs to stop. That's the single biggest driver of climate change. Farming needs to stop. That's the single biggest driver of climate change. You! You liar! 
farming needs to stop. That's the single biggest driver of climate change. Farming needs to stop. That's the single biggest driver of climate change. Look, here's the thing. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Farming needs to stop. It's the single biggest driver of climate change. Yes. Yes. Hey, um, oxygen. It's the single biggest giver of life. So you must stop consuming oxygen. <laughs> I will say my electroculture garden is already producing amazing results. I brought in an asparagus yesterday that was easily two and a half feet long. Oh my God. Thing is huge. The biggest fucking asparagus I've all ever right. seen. First of all, and then first the of one all, outside. You already it have was, sprouts. It was just there. Um, last night and this morning, it was it grew. It yeah. literally grew two inches overnight. You have sprouts already. I know, I know. You know what we're going to be able to track with that too. Uh huh. Like when I people, mean, radishes come up quick. But supposedly, no, no, not with that. You planted those like a week. Not like, even three days. Three, four days ago. Four days ago. Yeah, radish, radishes come up in three to five days. But and all the lettuces too. Those are all coming up. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I went out there this morning. I was looking around going, holy shit. Look at all this green shit. What is this? <laughs> all these little things. All the be- Actually, every, um, everything's coming up. The beans, yeah. the okra, the... Um, no, every- I, 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 I was yeah. impressed. Yeah. This might actually work. And yeah. but After I brought in that asparagus, you were like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> the thing was huge. We're eating it with dinner tonight. <laughs> um, but the... Uh, One asparagus feed the whole family. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> thing's gigantic. The... Uh, but uh, no, I was asking about the, uh, we'll be able to judge like when all the people go crazy, when everything starts going nuts around, Yeah. supposedly your garden will go nuts under the right conditions. It will push out so much power that it will cause the plants to just continuously, even at night, Grow. They'll, they'll produce chlorophyll and they'll keep growing. Um, supposedly uh, I, I did a little bit of reading grew two inches overnight. So I it did, grew at night. I did a little bit of reading about it. Yeah. So when supposedly there's weird shit, like when people are saying they're feeling weird energy patterns, mm-hmm. that is supposedly the time that all of that shit is most active. Like it is pumping through. I bet if you start planting with this type of thing all the time, oh yeah, we're just going to constantly get plants that are just huge. Oh yeah, because people have lost their fucking yeah, mind. they have. Period. Yeah. Yep. Period. Mm. And there's all sorts of weird fucking energy out there. Mm. Weird fucking energy. Yeah. Anyway. Do you remember the Dutch farmers? And do you remember their courageous protest last summer? Do you remember how they fought for our freedom? Well, I'm sorry to say it, but I have bad news for you. Our farmers are losing and the Dutch government is winning the fight. They have doubled down on their plans to expropriate 3,000 farms before the year of 2030. They call it expropriation. I call it theft in the name of climate change. And how are they doing this? Well, they're waging a war of attrition against the farmers while simultaneously vilifying them continuously in the media. And that strategy has been proven to be very successful. Whenever I speak to our farmers now, I can tell that they are losing hope. And who could blame them? They've been badgered, intimidated, and vilified. They're afraid to be threatened, arrested, or even shot at again. 
they are afraid that they have lost the support of the people. The same people they provide with food every single day. And that's why I'm reaching out to you right now, because I know that that is not true. Last year, the farmers gave us hope and courage, and now it is time we return the favor. There are elections coming up in the Netherlands, and we have to show our government who is boss. And our farmers are the only ones that have the manpower to do it. As civilians, we have to stand united with our farmers against the totalitarian forces who want to cut our food supply and take away our rights in order to control us. It is absolutely vital to let our farmers know that they do not stand alone. Let them know you'll support them if they decide to protest again. Let them know. Please leave a message of encouragement here in the comments or tweet out using hashtag Dutch farmers. Because remember, no farmers, no food. Yeah, I got to agree. No farmers, no, no food. That's so true. Yep. No truer words have ever been yep. spoken. So, And I, I will tell you guys, um, I've been looking for uh, an, an, an affiliate seed company. Um, and um, we found one. And, We're trying well, them out. No, no. Well, we, we did find one more trying them out. But Mick was like, why don't you reach out to the company that you that you've been using survival survival essentials um reach out to them and, and see you know just see well they don't have an affiliate program but they did get back to me i spoke to him today right after i got annie back in and got the freaking ducks back all together and all that okay so after the drama that's mm -hmm. all you after the drama after yep. the drama after the drama gotcha um had a great conversation with him uh the marketing guy for this they they don't have an affiliate program but they are excited to work with us so they will be putting together a promo code where you guys will get 10 percent off um at survival essentials seeds and uh, i tell you we reached out to them because these are the seeds that i've been using i actually bought them last year and the year before and they've worked out wonderfully and I mean, we've... i'm still i'm still using seeds that i bought two years ago and I mean, they're, they're fantastic. Like I put three or four seeds in every pot just, you know, to make sure, cause they have these seeds particularly, they have about between 85 to 95% germination rate. And they, I mean, almost all of them sprout. Yeah. So. It's, it's about a hundred percent every time. Yeah. I, but seriously, no, we, I, I want to use something that we've used. Exactly. That we don't have to. Yeah. I don't want to have to switch seeds and say, okay, well, mm -hmm. you got to wait because we've got to wait a, at least mm -hmm. a growing season, if not two, mm -hmm. before we'll actually stand behind something. But you've been using this for almost eight now. And I've got to say, I mean, we've been that all the seeds that we used last year came from survival. Yeah, but even before, and even, be even years before, you've been using the same ones. I've seen the same package yep. show up on the doorstep and I picked it up and brought it inside. Yeah. So. So I, I that's anyway, why so, I said go with that. So I'm I'm working with them. Um, That'll be cool. And uh, and so we should have a promo code here in the next couple of days. Like I said, I already spoke with them. Um, so yeah. So that'll be. That'll hey, be going. you know what we? You know what else we've got to do? Hmm. Uh, I got to give you uh, one of my own or one of my voltimeters because you can go out and you can measure. The voltage. The voltage that's being produced from those coils by just yeah. taking the leads and sticking them in the ground on two different sides. Cool. Yeah. That would be 
kind of neat if you could figure out that there is a voltage or an ohm rate of any sort going yeah. through there because it's got to be at least an it would have to be it it wouldn't be an amp i would think it'd have to be a volt or a millivolt and if not a millivolt yeah well an ohm's huge so no it'd have to be a millivolt i would have to think so anyway right, let me see if mine does that if mine does that i'll give it to you yeah so fuck with it just to see, because I'd love to know. I'd love to know what the difference is. We're gonna have to do another garden. I just figured that out. Well, I mean, I have the other garden going no, in, no, but no. I'm, I'm no, doing no. a whole another electroculture garden in there. No, 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 another garden with no electroculture. As a test, I don't want to. I want to grow the fruit big. <laughs> I don't want. Why would I want? Last year was the test. We didn't do it last year. True. Okay. Yeah, but we still got tons of food last. Not year. really. Not like we're about to get this year. Well, just wait and see. All right. Uh -huh. All right. Uh -huh. All right. You think we got, we got enough to eat last year, but not enough to save. We True. ate, we ate fresh all growing season, but we didn't get enough to save for the winter, for the winter. Correct. So. True. All right. I'll give you that. Yep. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, I've, uh, I planted picky. melons and zucchinis picky, picky, and picky. squash and kohlrabi and all kinds of stuff spinach and kale onions shallots yeah all right i planted all a right. lot of stuff today. all right all right all right we have a lot of food gotcha <laughs> gotcha be awesome i can't wait i know which means i gotta have to work twice as much Minnesota court is forcing USA Powerlifting to allow transgender women to compete against biological women. The court says USA Powerlifting was, quote, making a person pretend to be something different and it violated the Minnesota Human Rights Act with its longstanding policy. USA Powerlifting is now considering an appeal. Paul Bossy is the president of 100% Raw Powerlifting Federation and joins us now. Good morning to you, Paul. Hey, Angel, how you doing? Doing well, thank you. What's your reaction to this? Oh, uh, gosh, it's it's terrible. Um, I'm pretty upset about it. A lot of the female lifters in our organization are very upset about it as well. The women have worked really, really hard to get where they are. And uh, by this change here, it's, it's going to destroy not just powerlifting, but it's going to trickle down and destroy other sports as well. I know like you're lifting, you have different classes. The, you have the weight class, you have the age class. So if a 45-year-old woman is competing against a 45-year-old biological male, then it's just a guarantee that that the biological woman is going to be outlifted, right? Yeah, that, I mean, there's no doubt. You know, we, we had an incident a few years back. Um, it, we, we've been around for 24 years. We've only had one incident where uh, changed gender female lifter wanted to compete with us and um you know she, she came in and broke four world records um and we we had to reverse that uh our bylaws state that you lift the way you were biologically born mm -hmm. and you know we don't we, not, we let anybody lift we're not going to discriminate anybody can lift if they want but we you know we have a membership you join the membership there's other organizations out there there's about 15 national organizations and some are tested, some are non-tested, some are equipped, some are raw. You get to choose. You find out what works best for you, and you live that way. So I know this all happened on um, February 27th. J.C. Cooper, uh, a transgender athlete, won this discrimination case against USA Powerlifting. You say it's not fair. Uh, what, what are you hearing? You said you talked to some of your athletes, and they're upset about this. What exactly are they saying? 
Well, I mean, you know, there's a reason why there's Title IX. There's a reason why there's male and female divisions in everything. Men are naturally stronger. They get 67% more muscle mass on them. Naturally, they have testosterone, which is a, a uh, muscle-inducing uh, chemical that your body releases. We all we all know, you know, why men you know, do so well and why they're so much stronger. That's why. I mean, you look at any sport, you're going to have the men's list is so much further than the women's list. The you know, men's world records in, in deadlifts are, are reaching 1,100 pounds. Uh, in the women's division, you know, it, it's very rare to see a 400-pound deadlift. Um, you know, we have teenage kids that are doing 500-pound deadlifts, 600-pound deadlifts, teenage boys. Wow. You know, we, our elite female, the best female we have in our organization, she deadlifts about 450 pounds, what? and she is the elite, the number one. That's incredible. All yeah. right, Paul, thank you for coming on with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. You're Have welcome. This is more woke bull fucking shit. And I'm glad that I, I didn't know that, the, you know, USA men's U, or USA powerlifting actually stood up. I didn't even know that they, they had pressed the case and said, no, we're not going to let this happen. One of the few sports out there. No, no. But the court ruled that they had to let. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, but it's one of the few sports out there that said, no, 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 we're not doing that. Because it's just, they're just, it's seriously not fair. I mean, in any sport, it's I, not look, fair, look, but in powerlifting, look, most especially. The muscles in our bodies are different. They're just completely different. Folks, we have. Mick can lift me up. He can pick me up, lift me over his head and throw me easily. We can. Okay. I could never do that to him. Guys. And you, I can lift up. I'm strong. Your your muscles are configured differently. We have the same muscles in our body. There are different muscles in the male body that are elongated. That in the female body, they're more compact. And the reason that they're more compact in a female body is because that is to make room for you when you give birth. Yeah. That is why those muscles. That's why your feet get bigger when you're pregnant. Do that. They have, you have the same muscle you the in your body. Your, it's just a lot more. It looks like this where a guy's muscle it's is more, more elastic like this. Because it's going to, it might, it may have to stretch at some point. So for instance, if you're bending over and deadlifting or squatting or whatever, a guy's back is a lot more rigid than a female's back. One of the hardest things females have to do is to keep their back in where a guy can do it. We don't even think about it. We can kick our back in. It's not a big deal. Females can't do that. They, they have a problem with kicking the back in. And that's one of the big, that's why a female, he's saying that their top female competitor Deadlifts 400 was pounds. deadlifting 450. Meanwhile, there were 16 year old kids that were deadlifting 650, 700, 800 pounds. There are easily kids at our at our son's school that can deadlift. Shit, in my prime, I was probably doing that. 600 pounds, yeah. In my prime, I mean, shit, still even on the squat rack, I can throw up 50. I can almost throw up a thousand pounds, and that is. I mean that's epic, but I'm a little short, stocky fuck. I don't. I mean, have to, you're a lot. You're I a lot have, smaller than you used to be, but you're a lot happier now than you were when you were well, fucking roided out. So you know, roided out. Uh huh. There was one time. I, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I saw the effects once. One Everybody has. That wasn't a decade. <laughs> Good try. Oh.
All right. Is this to remind us of something or is this? No, this actually, this is the Dutch farmers. Uh, Is this going on now again? Yep. For a second time. Because they shut them down. Really? The government, the government just literally just shut down 3000 farms. No shit. Yeah. For no reason. For climate change. So if you're lurking, um, what we're watching, <laughs> and he said, yeah, well, looks like we got a bit of a traffic jam. Anyway, um, if you're lurking, uh, what you're seeing there is a bunch of farm trucks that have pretty much, um, it looks like it's the main thoroughfare there in uh, Amsterdam. Um, it is packed oh, yeah. for miles oh, with yeah. nothing but farm, farm equipment. Trucks, farm equipment. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. It's epic. Yeah. That is epic. It really is. How else make a point? Yeah. <laughs> looks yeah. like we have a bit of a, yes. He said, it looks like we have a bit of, we a, have a, bit of a fucking traffic jam. Traffic jam. <laughs> It'll be that way for a while. Yeah. And he was laughing when he said it at the end. It'll be that way for a little while. Oh, shit. Well, that would close that one out too. How about that? Sheer stupidity. Excellent. No, really, nothing's changed there. What's in this one? Yeah. This is, yeah. Yep. All right. This was over the weekend in Atlanta. Just in case you hadn't seen this. Yep. I know that Leanna played this the other morning, I think. I don't remember if I saw this video or not, but this is what those punks did. And oh, no, by the way, one of them was a lawyer from the Southern Poverty Law Center. And uh, he's currently facing terroristic charges. Domestic terrorism charges. charges. Yep. Georgia Georgia ain't going to fuck around on this. Telling you that right now. Nope. This is under high-tension power lines, folks. The land is under high-tension power lines. Nobody's using this shit. Nobody's going to develop this property because nobody wants to live here. So why not give it to the state? Let the state use it. Only makes sense. It's training center. Look at that. Hey, folks, this is God's special people. Just in case you weren't aware, it's the Georgia State Patrol. God's God special, special people. people. All right. These guys are very special. They really are. So if you're ever in Georgia, just letting you know if you have that blue car behind you with the orange writing on it, you're, you're fucked. That's God's special people. That's God's special people. They're going to give you a ticket. You're going to get a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And normally there's going to be about 22 different spelling mistakes on it (laughs) when you get that ticket. So unless you have a Patriot Party podcast sticker on the back, then you might not get the ticket. Yeah, because a lot of them know who we are and they love us, except I just made fun of them. So they probably don't love (laughs) me anymore. But who knows? Oh, we still love them. And I appreciate you letting me off the other day. Oh, that is so funny. He knows that I call him God's special people, so that doesn't matter. That's immaterial. Okay. Serious <laughs> though, that's yeah. what we call them in Georgia. Ask yeah. Liana, she'll tell you about God's special Hysterical. people. Yeah. Guys, there's, there's more of those. Uh, no shit. Like, uh, so <laughs> the first first car accident I was at when I was a firefighter down here. I 
I'm at the, the call and I'm standing there and it was early in the morning, you know, I was still trying to wake up type thing. And our assistant chief rolls up. He goes, <clears throat> he said, he looks at me, he goes, so is uh, God special people on their way? And I, I like looked at him. I said, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> and he looks at me, he goes, oh, you don't know who that is? And I was like, no. He's like, oh, that's the Georgia State Patrol. I was like, oh, you motherfuckers are hysterical. <laughs> I love this shit. Oh. Yes, no, God's special people are not here yet, but just stand by. They'll be here in one minute. And sure enough, God's special people arrived. Siblings getting it dewy. Have a great night. Because they always pull people over right in front of the fire station because it's got this little turn-in thing. No, no, no. No, that wasn't that night. It was... Uh, this was one of the wrecks. Up. Oh, okay. Uh, you remember at the end of um, when we turned up Penwaller, mm -hmm. if you kept going past our road and you just kept shooting down Penwaller, mm -hmm. like you're going back towards Wilmington Island Road. Yeah. You remember how there that stop sign, right? Yeah. Before they had the traffic light, there was just a stop sign. Oh, yeah. You remember how people used to cream and right across the All road the when they were drunk yep. and go right into that person's house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then they built a berm. Yeah. And then they started hitting the second story of the house. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And then they put the stoplight up <laughs> and then they started trying to hit the stoplight. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't know how you do it, but. Touche, because you are more magical than I am. <laughs> anyway, that was the night that we were down there, and the dude was in the second story of the house. We had just cut him out of the car. And in the second story of the house. Kurt showed up, and he looks it's at me. It's really goes, bad when you have a car in the second story of your house. And he goes, You got special people show up yet? <laughs> nope. What are you fucking saying? <laughs> Of course the retards are here. I'm here. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, all right. God special people. Yikes. Oh, Firefighters. Shit. <laughs> Always made me laugh. I hope you guys like these little shit. All right. It's fun. <laughs> like 90% of them weren't even from Georgia. No, they weren't. They were from fucking Washington. They're from Spokane and fucking uh it's somewhere else. They're from all Megan. The I love you more than anything in the world. You can be my second wife. You are allowed to be. I've blessed you, madam. <laughs> you are my new best friend. I don't mind sharing. But Megan Cush, I've got to know why are you sending your people here? <laughs> I thought your kids were beating the shit out of them, keeping them out there oh, for us. Well, anyway. 90% of the people in this video are from fucking Washington. Okay. And we did get a box from Megan, and I yeah. love her to death. Yeah. So you definitely need to go check out Coach Creams tonight. Yes, they are our featured sponsors tonight. And if you're just watching again, you're watching a bunch of Antifa thugs just throw rocks at a a burning a big fucking forklift. Like what the fuck? A front loader, really. It's a front, a front loader. loader. If you take that lift off, it's basically just a front loader. But um, yeah, it's construction equipment and they're burning it down. So fuck them. I, fuck these guys. Just for fun. I, I, I hope they're in jail. I, you know what? Wait, wait, I have a picture. Um, you know what? They're in Cobb County. Close, close that. Okay. And on the right hand side, the picture just to the right of the, the file on the screen. Nope. Look, 
See the picture? It's on the desktop itself. Where? Right here? Yes. See? F-A-F-O Atlanta. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me bring this up. Okay. So, so there you go. These guys were arrested on Sunday, March 5th. These are all the Antifa protesters mm -hmm. that don't even live. Oh, they're in DeKalb County. That's even worse. Yeah. They're in DeKalb. They're going to DeKalb County. Per yeah. You know, bad. they're not making bail. No, they're on domestic terrorism charges. Yeah, they're not making bail. No. And that Thomas Webb Jurgens is a lawyer. He should probably not represent himself. That would be a bad thing. He's the one no, that's the, um, no, no, the no. Southern Please Poverty do. Law Center. Please do. And make sure that you understand <laughs> your, your right to have counsel provided to you. Mm -hmm. Because I want you to understand that before you go to jail. I mean, you're these, these people look like. This is, yeah, this this guy right here. This is your douchebag Southern Poverty Law Center fucking lawyer right here and Mr. fucking mint green shirt faggot. Yeah. So, yeah, that's great. A lot of Karens in the pictures. By the way, none um, of them were from Georgia. One Karen, two Karen, three but Karen. She's a fucking four, demon. I'm sorry. Five Karen, Kaylee, six Karen. Meissner person? Look at she, she looks like a fucking more. demon right there. Which one? The Kaylee... This one? I start, yeah, she looks like a freaking demon. I'm okay. sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's a lot of Karens in that picture. Yeah. Y'all are in trouble. Well, have fun with that one. Enjoy DeKalb County Prisons because I heard they're very roomy. Um, and I heard you might not meet Bubba. What you might meet is his black brother. All right. Anyway, um, Go on to the next clip because I don't know if there's more of, you know, shit burning or what, but. No. Mm. It's KJP. Oh. In for the win. In fuck around and find out. <laughs> In fuck around and find out. Thank you. I wanted to follow up on the issue about the four U.S. citizens kidnapping Mexico. Um, has the president been informed? What was his reaction? If you can share anything about that. I can tell you the president is aware and has been uh, informed. How's this in fuck around and find out? Oh, this is the the four U.S. citizens yeah. that were kidnapped in Mexico. The two that were dead and the well, two they, that were found alive. This was before they were found dead, but yeah. yeah, now they're dead. Two are dead. Two are alive. It is is no bueno. Yeah, you attack U.S. citizens. That means our military should respond. Mm -hmm. Like decisively. Yeah. Like literally, if. You, we know what cartel you're a part of. And let me tell you something. This is legit. We've done this before. Mm -hmm. Okay. We know what cartel you're a part of. You killed American citizens, dropping a bomb in your house. Now, there's a book I've referenced on here several times and it's very hard to find and i don't know if anybody's found it matter of fact last person i heard looking for it was um texas trout i think texas trout but it's uh red is black or red is black or no black is black and nazis are red and it goes through the most vindictive countries in the world and this book was produced back in 81. My dad had it. I stole it from his office. 
because I read it. I was blown away to find out that who is number one. Pass me that back. Number one country, most vindictive. Us. Yep. Of course, who else would it be? Thank you. Uh, second most vindictive. Mm. Who would you say was the second most vindictive country in the world? Germany. Nope. Israel. Okay. Yeah. Israel is the second most vindictive country in the world. I could see that. Third most vindictive country in the world. Germany. Nope. Nope. Really? What was that? Not per capita. Colombia. Mm, like tiny anyone. Yep. Fourth most. Yeah, because I've blown Germany's not even in the top ten. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because they've been bitches for the last twenty five years. Um, seventy five years, but um not really. Just the end of World War II, because it was really up that to was the end. Seventy five oh, years yeah, that's ago. Right. It was seventy five years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I guess seventy five years. Uh-huh. They've kind of been bitches since then. So it's not mm-hmm. really a big deal. Wow. Germany's not even in the top ten though. Tell that to a German woman. Tell it to several because I saw the list. I know who's on the list. Okay. If you think a German woman's not vindic- vindictive, then um you've not been married to one for eight everybody, years. Everybody asks, wait a minute, how's that possible? How are we the most vindictive country? How are we not? Okay. So one of the things that you don't realize is the US government has had control over the press for a lot longer than you're aware of. For instance, and I'm going to give you a perfect example, 1982, how many people here with a one or a two, one being yes, you were alive or two being no, how many people here in the chat were alive in 1982? I'll wait a second. Yeah, wait for it to catch up. Because we're going to do this and there's a reason for it. Because when I say a couple of things here coming up, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. I Wait, one that. was yes, two was no? Yes, one was yes, two was no. All right. Because if you were alive, just type a one and uh, we'll carry on. And I just got a, got an idea. One, two. Lots of ones, ones, yeah. ones. Once, yeah. All right. So once, once, once. Okay. So in 1982, what was the big incident that happened in 1982 in Lockerbie, Scotland? There was a plane that was shot down. Yeah. Okay. When that plane was shot down over Lockerbie, Scotland. Okay. Everybody says, "Wait a minute, Meg. No, there was a plane accident. No, it wasn't. No, there no, was a wasn't. plane that was shot down. It was hit with a Stinger missile." Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I did a thesis on it actually. At the end of the day, what happened in Lockerbie, Scotland, is a Stinger missile hit the back of a 747, destroying that plane in midair. 13. We did it. 13 Americans were killed. We did it. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. 13 Americans were killed. Do you know what we did? In response to Iran, when those 13 Americans were killed, there was exactly 13 planes with 194 people or more on board. The lowest plane had 194 people on them. They were blown out of the air. Do you want to know why you never heard about it? Because it was blacked out from the media. 
because the media never said anything. <coughs> the media has been controlled for that long, at least for that long. So not only are we vindictive, but we don't crow about it. No, we don't. We don't blabber mouth about it. Well, think about this. It's really it's depending odd. on who's in office. No, no, it's weird because, for instance, I always tell people this: the raid that took down Osama bin Laden. You've heard me say that at length. Yes, I have talked at length about at nauseum yes. about this to you. Yes, if that had been one week before, you would have never known who did it. Who pulled the trigger? Who was involved? Or where they were at that time in the world? Because literally, that mission and the whole planning and everything else, SEALs were the B team on that. The A team was Delta. Delta was taken off station one week before that. Very interestingly, too. And from what I understand, there's a lot of conspiracy bouncing around my old uh, squadron headquarters about all of that shit because there's a lot of people who are now coming to the, the, the cup saying, wait a minute, we asked for you to stay in place because they didn't want the publicity that they got. Mm. And the Delta boys, we don't talk about it. We don't get a publicist yeah. when we graduate OTC. Yep, We, we don't get that shit. But whatever, I, I'll bite because you know what? The SEALs did it. Great job. Mm -hmm. He's dead. Happy for him. Good job. But then I asked the question. That's if, you, if it had happened one week earlier, you would have never known who shot Osama bin Laden. You would have never known who was involved. You would have never heard a word about it. You would have never known it was us because we don't do that. Mm. We were involved. Trust me, I've been involved in a lot of shit that if I could talk about it here, you, your heads, your little heads would do this because I, I'm serious. There is shit. There's shit that I've been involved in that when I say it, you're going to be like, no. Yep. And you'll be like, no. Yep. And I, I guarantee you, when I say it, the day I'm allowed to talk about it, oh, I'm going to blow some heads because I can tell you where I've been in the world at that point. And then I'm going to say some shit. What, be like, in like 30 years? <sighs> yeah. Hopefully we're still doing that. this. I'll still be alive because you know what? Smoking all this weed and shit and all this other crap, I, I got to tell you, something weird's going on. Either you're putting something in my weed or like because like the drinking this distilled water shit and doing all this other crap. The cardio miracle. I got to say, like I used to take like around this time of year, mm -hmm. I was doped up on allergy meds. Mm -hmm. I, I took one like two weeks ago. Yeah. And like, I haven't taken another one since. And I'm like, I don't know. The only other thing that has changed is I'm completely clean of everything else. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're eating more natural food. True. Yep. So I, I'm wondering, I'm like, I'm all right, drinking maybe, distilled water. Maybe Wait till I start putting you on the, well, I'm, cons I, I really want to put you on the high dose vitamin C and vitamin D. 
except that that high dose vitamin C will really punch up your microdoses. That'd be outstanding. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm down. It actually, I'll t- it it tastes a lot better with the Cardio Miracle when you do the high dose vitamin C and vitamin D liquid in there. It really does. I, I don't know. You like weird. Try it. She she does Just these. Try it, guys. Do you know when you like grab your girl's drink and you think it's like refreshing? But and it looks like it's refreshing, and it and just tastes weird. You're down. In I don't like, really. I don't really care what I drink, honestly. In the islands, I you can know, pretty much tolerate anything. You're down in the islands, and you see your girl. She's got like this drink in her hands. You're like, man, that looks refreshing as fuck, and I'm parched as fuck. And you go to drink it. It's this like thick, like just mis- viscousy, fucking weird drink, and you're like. What is wrong with you? <laughs> You're about to see that face right now. Watch this because this shit looks like milk. It really does. I'm dead serious. <sighs> kind of smells like dirt. You're right, oh. Heather. It smells like dirt. Heather's right. It smells like dirt. Good call on that. I didn't even pick up on that before. Uh... <laughs> It's an acquired taste. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, if you fucking have a penny in your mouth. Oh my God. Doesn't bother me at all. Tastes like sucking on a battery for like 20 minutes. No, it doesn't. Oh my God. <sighs> a car battery at that. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. Ugh. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it reset my eyesight. Holy (laughs) shit. Wow. I might be able to see the future now. Oh, all right. Now, again, this is before they found them dead. But here's what the president of Mexico is saying. He says they are people from the United States, referring to the U.S. citizens. The information we have is that they crossed the border to buy medicines in Mexico. There was a confrontation between groups and they were detained. By the word detained, he means kidnapped by a criminal organization in Mexico by these groups that had this confrontation. Now, according to the FBI, these four U.S. citizens crossed over from Brownsville to Matamoros, Mexico on Friday. And shortly after they crossed, uh, there was some sort of gunfire and then the passengers and the individuals in that white minivan with North Carolina plates were then taken by uh, the individuals, unnamed individuals, and were taken away from the scene. So long story short, they're crossing into um, Mexico to buy medicine. Yeah, because it's cheaper. No, I know it is. And it had North Carolina plates, which means they're probably from Bragg, actually. And yeah. they're probably veterans. So they crossed over the border um, unarmed, dumb. Um, not what I would do. And uh, that's just me, though. And uh, yeah, you, you can't do that today. Yeah, no. That's all cartel controlled. Our whole southern border is cartel controlled. You know, the only time the cartel did not have control of our southern border north than the southern than just the southern border. Do you know the only time the cartel did, Arizona? Do you know that the only time that the cartel did not have control of our southern border was when Donald Trump was in office? Mm-hmm. That's a scary thought. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why, because I don't think it was because of Donald Trump. That's just me. I don't know when I heard it, when I heard them say they were. They crossed over to buy medicines 
kind of sounded like, I know I got the idea that they crossed over to buy drugs. No, they were going to get medicine. Okay. It's cheaper. Trust me. It's no, I know cheaper. it is. I know so, it's a lot cheaper. Here's some video from. But if they're veterans, then they'd the get meds from the VA. No, they, no, they can't. Not if you don't. You have to have a certain percentage to get meds from the VA. Okay. I get meds from the VA because I have 100% disability. Oh, I, I can get meds anywhere. But if you don't have over a certain disability rating, for instance, 30%, if you're not above 30%, you don't get anything from the VA. Mm-hmm. So that's null and void. That's why everybody looks for at least a 35% rating or more. Gotcha. Because that's the only time you're going to get shit from the VA. Fuck the VA. They're not going to fucking help you. Pieces of shit. You fucking hate us. Anyway. They do. This is the uh, video. And yeah. uh, you, know, you can see these two guys. Um, they got one dude who's being led. He's. As you can see, he's definitely still alive. Um, and then he gets forced in the back of the truck. One of my questions about that dude is I don't know if he was an American or if he was maybe a wounded Mexican. This guy I don't think was alive to begin with. I think he died in the shootout. I don't think this other guy's alive either. So I think these two were dead when they were put in the back of the vehicle. Although that might be a braid of hair or something. So I don't know. And they seem to be dragging a third one who seems to be halfway conscious. Um, no, that guy's dead. No, that guy's dead. No, I'm pretty sure that guy's dead. Yeah, that dead. guy's dead. They killed that one. Pretty sure this dude's dead too. Yeah. He's dead. dead. And then this one, I can't tell us if they're unconscious. The other one, I could see blood. So I'm pretty sure well, two of them were dead right yeah. there on the scene. So, and supposedly th- this afternoon, I saw a picture of some kid, um, some Mexican kid that they're saying is a cartel member who uh, was behind this. And the Mexican authorities grabbed him. But he's like 16 or 17 years old. Well, I mean... What else do you do in Mexico besides join the yeah, cartel? But it sounds like the cartel is selling out a 16-year-old instead of... Of course they are. Somebody else who's much more old. Why not? Why Why would you give up one of your more experienced men I when you. you could turn over a 16-year-old who doesn't know any better? I got you. Absolutely. And there's more. Though this is this is actually back back to Atlanta. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What's this? This was uh, this was the night of the fifth. This was um, the they had night vision cameras set up. Well, this is thermal. Whatever. But, okay. Yeah, whatever it is, thermal. You, you know better than I do. Play it. So, but what is this? Oh, Who are these people? These are the Antifa. Oh, thugs. so this is the Antifa. Yeah, yeah. Thugs. These are the Antifa, ah. Antifa, th- Antifa thugs, literally marching over to wreak freaking havoc on um, what a bunch of tools. Yeah, but they think they were this being police watched. training center. What do they think they weren't being watched? But only twenty three of them got caught. Look how many of them there are. So only 23 of them got arrested. Oh, this is during daylight. Uh-huh. What the fuck is this shit? 
This is stupid. This is the video that the police originally, that the police released of them. Attacking? Marching on the. Uh, or all the cops being a bunch of pussies running in the other direction. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, seriously, they've got guns. These kids don't have shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's not true because they did shoot a GSP officer, so. Yeah. Is this from a drone? Looks it. Yeah. That's yeah. a fucking drone. Yeah. Because uh, right here in the, the side. You could see the. No, the, no, no. You can see the camera angle. Yeah, that's Look, what I mean. Right here. Yeah. And it's showing you direction of tr north, you know, true yeah. north in the in the heading there. Yeah. This is a telephone pole camera of some sort. Looks like it's movable. I wonder if that other one was too. So all these thugs and only 23 of them got arrested. Why is that? Huh. I don't know. Who knows? It's all distractions. It don't matter anyway. Yeah, wait, because I saw the story about uh, two two legal immigrants uh, from Honduras, uh, teenagers that shot down a bald eagle. Yeah, I saw that too. Yep. But they're they're gonna let him go because they didn't the, know the, any better. The fourteen year old felony that uh, killed uh, a family over the weekend. No, out in New Mexico. Yeah, mm -hmm. some fourteen year old illegal immigrant mm. killed a family of four because he wanted a warm place to stay. So he killed the family so he could sleep in their beds? Yep. Jesus. Yep. That's where we're coming from. That's where it's all at. Yeah. God bless you. Uh, gentleman from Kentucky's recognized question. Thank the chairman. Um, I mean, the federal government thinks they found some tremendous loophole. They, and they've got lawyers who've erected this really shaky scaffolding scaffolding of, of, of a legal framework. The problem is so much of what they're doing is supposedly legal, but it's not constitutional. Once you've done a, once you've taken all of these steps that they have taken, it's not constitutional. That's what we're wrestling with. Uh, the Twitter files are abhorrent. Thank goodness that Elon Musk bought this company and released this stuff. He, um, and, I, and I think it really disturbs a majority of Americans to think that their federal government agents, whether they're at the FBI or the CDC, sitting around watching social media posts, individual users' social media posts, like... When did Congress ever direct the CDC or the FBI to become the police of social media? Not for things that are illegal, but for things that they may decide they don't want other American people to hear. Because it goes against the narrative that the government is putting out. Anything that goes against what the government wants you to hear is disinformation. This is the problem. Who defines disinformation? They got it wrong. Whoever was defining it for Hunter Biden's laptop sure as hell got it wrong. That wasn't disinformation. So 
Um, and, and by the way, it's not their job to sit there. I mean, how many, what, what level of appropriation did we appropriate to the FBI to go uh, be the Facebook police force to sit there and watch uh, individuals, users posts to see what they're putting out this wrong? What might be a legitimate function of the government is to look at that, try to notice trends, and then to put out their own view of the thing, not to go, I mean, the FBI has a Facebook page, CDC has a Twitter account. They regularly get ratioed for the ridiculousness they put on social media. It's so, it's so ridiculous. Most social media users don't believe most of it. Go look at the CDC's account. That's their outlet for controlling the narrative. Also, the CDC has spent hundreds of millions of dollars. We, we appropriated a billion dollars for them to advertise, to promote the vaccines. We did. In a, in a congressional bill, we gave them a billion dollars. Here, go promote the vaccines. We didn't give them a billion dollars to say, go work with social media companies to try and ban users who say things that you don't like. Cross a line when you name when the government names individual users, when they send spreadsheets over to social media companies, and, or when the White House specifically does this and say, says, please, I think you should ban these people. It doesn't matter that it's a, a, a term of service. Those are, those are private contracts. It is not up to the federal government to enforce these private contracts. It, and American people know this. I mean, I'm not going to kid myself. There aren't too many American people watching a rules committee right now. But when this gets to the floor, they'll watch that debate. And they're going to, frankly, they're not going to be able to follow some of these ridiculous arguments about compelled speech. And that uh, because when, when they go read the bill and see that it doesn't really do what some people on the other side of the aisle are saying it does. So, I mean, I... It's, a, it's unfortunate that this bill is necessary. I don't know why the FBI or the CDC thought it was their mission to police social media accounts for things that they didn't like. You know, Tom, I, I wanted to let you know real quick. Um, no, there, there are people that are going to watch you. We just did. You just made fun of us. Thanks, Dick. First of all, and I think it's really important that people hear that people don't understand what he's talking about. The rules committee is what he's referring to is that everything you just heard is being heard on the floor as a rule that you're not allowed to talk about misinformation. And you're not allowed to use that in context on the floor of Congress. Wait a minute. No, 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 because as far as I'm concerned, the biggest spreader of misinformation is on the Congress floor. That's the biggest spreader of misinformation. Well, and, you know, the CDC, Pfizer, the mainstream media. No, no public schools all from congressional floors. All done from congressional floors. OK, not from anywhere else. Mm. Come on. Wait. Get out of here. You're high. No way. I'm not yet, but I'm going to be because. Yeah. Megan. 
I don't know what this one is, but it's pretty good. It's up there. It's got a good content because even I can feel it. And I've been pretty much numb. I was just telling her the other night. I got numb to our yeah. local shit here. It's like I stopped getting high. And uh, yeah. I feel good. That's uh, actually, good shit. I don't know if it was that or the microdose I took in the new shit. Which I took one of the salivites before the show and that this vitamin C definitely kicked it in. And yeah. Dude, I, I got a permanent smile on my face right now, so it's not going nowhere. <laughs> That's good. Anyway. You were frustrated coming home, so. I really was. That's good. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't so much frustrated. I was just in a rush. Late. I, I, and late I hate being and late. I hate being late. It sucks. I, I don't ever like being late. That's All why. Right. I, well, right now we're late for our tribute, even though we started out the show with it. We're still going to do another one. We're going to do another one. I'm sorry. That's just what we do. Absolutely. So. So either way. Uh. By the way, the intro tonight was, again, brought to you by Mark Jason Walker, if you couldn't mm -hmm. tell. But still like it. I just want to add pictures to it. So we're going to do um, – I might take a little bit from the J-Man, make it look a little uh, kind of refreshing intro. Some pictures and the background, the whole bit. Well, no, I mean his background, not his background, but our background. But I'll work it in and uh, kind of take from him and – steal the idea of the art I, I liked his i always liked his ideas when it came to that shit i was like man dude you come up with the coolest shit and i was always jealous of what kind of pictures no just like one of you and one of me and then mm -hmm. one of us together and okay so on and so forth all right yeah you're gonna have to do some posing yikes yikes i hate taking pictures <laughs> yeah right That's why there's no pictures of me Except in every other corner of the house. Well, except the wall of pictures. It's mostly me. <laughs> I was about to say. Come on. The fuck out of here. Oh, the all right. fuck out of here. Well, let's do our tribute. Yes. Again. For the second time. Well, we kind of talked through the last one, so. Yeah, we did. This one's more for Justin. Who has been on everyone's mind recently? Maybe because his birthday is coming up. Yes. Birthdays is 26. Although, and although he's been on the mind, he didn't come to visit for a while. How do you know? How do you know all of this shit where it was lagging was because of him? No, no, I know when he comes you to know, visit me. There's one thing I know, Justin. Justin's jealous as fuck right now because he can't get high. There's some of that. <laughs> you know? You think there's no weed in heaven? No. <laughs> I don't know. It's God's plan. Well, he'll just have to come back. Yeah, but that's even scarier. I know. I have a theory about that. You and actually. I both know that if Justin came back, he'd be really, really happy. It'd be really, really bad for all the rest of us. Except for us. The wolf pack would be taken care of, but. Mm. Yeah. Church Wednesdays. Um, it is Church Wednesday. It is Church Wednesday. I got to say something too. You do? I do. Um, I 
Why haven't I heard this yet? Well, so I listened to Mike Adams' podcast today. Well, you got to shut the hell up until after the tribute's complete. Okay. Because understand tribute, then you can talk. Unless it's got something to do with Justin right now, you're not allowed to talk about it. Maybe Justin's the son of man. Maybe you need to continue with the story that you were going to tell us anyway. <laughs> he didn't rise again three days later. No, he didn't. No, no, I didn't say the problem. son of God. I said the son of man. Let's go do a little bit more research in Uriel's story before you continue down exactly. that road. Because I don't think you understand what you're talking about. Okay, well. I hadn't heard a lot about Uriel before we read Enoch. Why? He's all over the Bible. <sighs> mentions, but not as... Dis- no. Oh, no, no, no. Direct mention. As an archangel, too. Yeah, but not as specifically referenced as he was. Like, I mean, you spent yeah, a lot of time with Enoch. One of two that was a direct reference as an archangel. Yeah, but you don't. And even Gabriel wasn't directly referenced as an archangel but, until like, after. They don't tell you. Like, you don't learn that he's the keeper of time in the Bible. You learn that in Enoch. No, you learn that in the Bible. You just never read the bible that way to understand you're right you know what when i read the bible i didn't read it with the perspective i have now and i really need to go back and read the whole thing yeah because if you went back and you read it (laughs) you would understand that he Mm -hmm. was the keeper of time and he was he was as referred to as the rest of the angels Mm -hmm. not as the archangels but just the rest of the angels the normal angels the soldier angels if you will those angels Referred to Uriel as the gatekeeper. Yes. And Gabriel was known as the key master. Mm -hmm. And the reason that Gabriel, the archangel Gabriel, was known as the key master because Gabriel was the only one that could turn time the other direction. And if you're wondering what this has to do with Justin... Um, Justin was the chosen vessel for Uriel as Mick is for Gabriel, the gatekeeper and the key master. So, I mean, that's just giving a reference to, (laughs) that's what I was trying to give it an early bird reference to is an old movie that we all understand. Because if you look at it that way, you basically have your gatekeeper and you have your key master because the only person, according to what the Bible and all the references both in the Torah and in, because they're also, they're the only form angels. The reason that they're archangels, in case you're wondering why we call them archangels, because what is it when you branch two religions together? Uh, do you not create... Mark, he does not like to be called Lucy. <laughs> do you not create an ark? So when we call that, when you branch two religions together, you call that an ark. So for us to go to Judaism isn't really a big arc, but for us to go to Islam, that's a huge arc. And yes, Gabriel, Michael, Uriel, Raphael. and no, mm-hmm. Samuel, Samuel are all referenced. Samuel, Samuel. 
Same thing. Are all referenced in the Torah. They're referenced in the um, in the in the Bible and in the book of Enoch. in the Bible. Yeah, not, not the book of Enoch, but the the Muslim the uh, the scrolls. Oh, the Quran. The Quran, or well, they're mentioned in the Quran, but they're known in the scrolls. The scrolls are the ancient writings. All right. And they're directly referenced. So that links all three religions together at the time that existed on the face of the earth. Well, they're all the same. And all three of those religions now, that's how they are known as archangels, because other than Jesus, they are all mentioned in all three books. Jesus is mentioned in all three books. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. He's not considered an archangel, though. He's no. considered the son of God, mm -hmm. according to us. Mm -hmm. And he's considered a he's prophet, considered in, a the prophet Quran, in both the Quran and, and the, in the Torah. In the Torah, yeah. So it really, if you, when you boil the religions down, I, I honestly. There's no, there's very I, little difference. The difference is, the, the difference is contrived to divide us. I, no, actually, I disagree. I th this is going to be crazy because you have to understand, I am a diehard Catholic. I'm Irish Roman Catholic. You can't get any more Catholic. There's no way. Everybody around me in my life, everybody in my growing up was Catholic. We didn't celebrate any other religions. We didn't know. I Shit. I didn't even know other religions existed until I started going to public school. And that was like six years into my life. So just to give you an idea, I was in private school in the first couple of years. And then I guess my mom and dad just stopped, didn't want to pay for it no more. I didn't even know other religions existed until I was in public school. So realize that it wasn't that we were, we didn't ever, we didn't care. We didn't know. There's a ton of us Catholics out there that didn't even know. We weren't allowed to because the groups and the families in which Catholics are involved are so sheltered. We're basically insulated around our own. Kids don't even know that there's other religions out there until they go out there and they go, oh, shit. What are all these things? Oh, these are religions. Now, today, this is different. Today, obviously, the internet changed all of that. Mm -hmm. Social media has changed all of that. We now know your kids know about it better than you do. They know the better porn sites than you do. That's true. And if you're sitting there with blush face right now, guess what? Your kids definitely know the better porn sites than you do. Trust me. They can show you some pretty damn awful shit. I didn't even know it existed out there on the internet. I was like, fuck, people are actually into this shit? I used to make jokes about this. Wow. Pine cones being used that way? Ooh, I mean, going in, okay, but coming out, wow, that's a whole different breed of people right there. Yeah. Guess you're just built differently right there, sweetheart. Holy shit. That's a new sign of... We're in church. Yeah, Thank I you know. very much. But... I, I'm dead serious, though. I'm beginning to believe. I Well, actually, I'm past beginning to believe it. And I'm not defecating my own religion because I never do that. But I 
haven't felt a need. You know, when I first got back, one of the things I did every Sunday, I mean, I went to church. You asked her. I went to church religiously. I mean, it was no joke. 7.30 in the morning, boom, I was gone. I was out the door. She didn't even have to ask, where, where'd you go? She's like, oh, you went to church, huh? Yep. Then I started going with him. And uh, I, I got to tell you, I, I was going, I was looking for something. I was searching for something. I, I, I Forgiveness, I guess, part of it. Um, kind of, uh, I don't know, I was trying to reconnect, maybe trying to, hook the old soul back up to the mothership saying, Hey, been gone for a while. Cause I've been doing a lot of hairy shit that you never wanted to hear about, but uh, I'm back now. And no, because you couldn't find it. You couldn't ask forgiveness for something that you knew you were going to go back and do again. So anyway, he, uh, so you just didn't ask. We, uh, until it was over. Well, anyway, I got out and, uh, I mean, I was going to church every Sunday. Uh, no joke. And I loved it. At first, it was funny. It was, it was, it was a blast. And then, uh, well, it got serious. And then uh, the kids started going with me. It's like, fuck. And then, well, I uh, mean, no, the older one was an altar server and the younger one was in choir. Yeah. And uh, so, of course, they, we all went. Well, then it became the whole family affair mm -hmm. after that. But I mean, the older one started going with me first, you know, by himself. And because uh, you know, mom wasn't there it was like i was working she was working i was like hey we're going to church kid let's go and uh we go to church and we go eat breakfast and then go home blah blah, blah do the yard whatever and uh he was uh he always loved it i'd never seen a kid stay awake in mass i was like holy shit yeah what are you doing i, I just never clicked with me and then he you know he showed He's like, eventually, like one day he comes home and he tells us, hey, uh, mom, dad, I kind of want to go to school where these guys go to school. Yeah, I want to go to private Catholic school. And I was like, I was like, uh, no, 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 no. Serious? No, it's super expensive. No. And, nope. and then we went and looked at it. and He begged for a scholarship. And we got it. Mm -hmm. He went. Yep. He loved it. Yep. No, I mean, they both did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they saw through the bullshit at the end. I mean, so did we, though. I mean, we walked away, too. So who are we? But then I, I don't feel that connection, though. I don't feel like I have to go back. No. I have, like, I went to the church here, and I, I just didn't. There's not no, the same. The it's spark there isn't anymore. there. And I'm like, uh, maybe uh, I'm just not going to go back. As my aunt put it, she keeps seeking for that one Catholic apostolic church, and she's yet to find it. There's only supposed to be one in life. But it's not there anymore. And But I believe that... Because shit rolls downhill. No. I believe that's still being misinterpreted. Mm -hmm. I, I really do. Because I think the one... One Catholic and no. apostolic church. No, think about it. Again, no, every, I, I person, every person should be an apostle. One... Catholic listen, apostolic church. You listen, are your own church. Yes. But that's not what he's talking about. The church is in the blood. Mm -hmm. Every one of us is our own. We, You're right in that part. We are our own church, but, but the church is in the blood. But some people are 
No. Chosen. It's a dual meaning. The church is in the blood. The church is in the people. It's dual meaning, meaning the bloodline carries the church, but the people inside the people is the church. For my church will be found in every human is what Jesus told Peter. For my church will be found inside every human. Because not every person every is connected human to God. Inside a church. Mm-mm. No, my church will be found inside every human. Mm-hmm. Because every person is connected to God genetically, or they were until I, the words, two years ago. The words speak themselves. For my church will be found inside every human. And some are chosen to protect others to propagate a specific bloodline throughout time. To ensure the propagation of a specific bloodline throughout time. Some people are chosen. Promulgate or propagate? Because it'd be more promulgate. Some people are because chosen. Because they would protect the bloodline. Some people are chosen to protect others, to ensure the propagation of a specific bloodline throughout time. Okay. Well, what the fuck are you talking about? That was a verse that was removed from the Bible. Really? Mm-hmm. See, but it makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. Because my church will be found in my people. Mm-hmm. Is the first thing that Jesus said. And then he told Peter that my church will be found in all human beings. What is the only other, the other thing other than your soul? What is the other thing running through every human being? Blood. Blood is constantly moving through the human body. So I would have to think that what he was referring to was my bloodline will carry on throughout history, no matter what. Weird. Correct. Okay. Anyway. I haven't played this one yet. This is fun. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Arrived here three years ago, still learning the language. English is a very difficult language. And you guys make English even more difficult than it should be. I don't know why. (laughs) I saw the other day a person saying, don't call me he or she, call me they. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it took me three years to learn. I am, you are, he is, she is. <laughs> Be whoever you want. This is a free country and this is amazing. But this whole gender neutral pronoun is confusing for me. You know, let me tell you a story. I invited a friend to have dinner at my house the other day. And he was like, oh, I'm bringing a friend. And I said, of course, bring him. And he was like, no, 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 no. Bring them. <laughs> So I bought a lot of food. (laughs) I bought briskets and pizzas and pastas. My friend showed up at my house with one person. (laughs) So I said, where are they? (laughs) And he said, They are here. (laughs) So you tell them? (laughs) 
that they're gonna eat all of this fucking food. <laughs> Could you imagine George Carlin uh, dealing with this shit right now? No, no, I could not. I, I was thinking George the, Carlin would lose his mind. I was thinking the other day that we need to open a show. So would Robin Williams. With, nah, I don't know. I think we need to open a show with one of George Carlin's old bits when he was considered a liberal. Mm. And just let it play. Yeah. Do like a 35 minute opening um, with it. Well, where we show a good bit, like we show a good couple clips where people can really hear. Man, there he got away with a lot of shit. Yep. That man was impervious to everything. And after he took on the bureau, I could kind of see it. Yeah. 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 Okay. But that shit was actually really funny, though. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker, I just got here. You know, <laughs> what do you want me to learn? Z-Zim? What the fuck is Z-Zim? I don't, people just make what shit up What is now. a Z and what is a Zim? You are obviously the only one allowed to make words up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're playing this. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are definitely playing this mm -hmm. this comes to us from our good friend matt in the uk yep enjoy this because holy shit spot on matt spot on sir spot on and no i'm not making fun of you jesus you limey little crick rated r for retarded they won't show us they hide this Implied this. Denied this. I slide, slide, slide. Dog screen pipeline. It went boom. Hey, you folks. Men from Mars. Meanwhile, they're derailing cars. All the names on Maxwell's list. Seems the story. Press this list. Epstein did not kill himself. And World War Three is for your health. For your health. They scanned this. They plan this. We demand this. That's a wrap. The Ukraine war is a laundromat. Hunter Biden, laptop proof. Bio labs and child abuse. Vaccine hunter never seen on the cover of a magazine. Immigration, open borders, proxy wars, and new world order. Tonight's news was brought to you by Pfizer. Break it down. Tune in tomorrow for more news that you can't trust. Scabatine. Cheap news. Here's the facts. Freedom's wrong. You won't get back. Carbon credit holiday. No diesel for your car today. You will all eat seabots. You will not drive the cars. You will all live in a 15-minute city and you will be happy or she fine you will pay Alex there will be no clappings in the dungeons Love that. Love it. God bless, Matt. Oh.
killing it as usual. That's fantastic. That's funny as fuck. It really is. And that's coming from a dude in Europe. Damn. Mm -hmm. Spot on, sir. Spot on. Uh, uh, hats off to you, sir. Okay. Hats off to you. That's another folder none. Wait, we cleared another one. Of course, there were only two things in there. Um, let's let's finish up with with some tuckered. Uh, which was the first uh, folder all the way on the left. Too. Okay. All right. All right. A little bit of the left right. and the so, right yeah. flipping out. Okay. It's pretty funny. We're going to watch some reaction to Tucker bullshit mm -hmm. because it's drama. That's it. It's all drama. I, it, there really isn't any new news, folks. I'm just letting you know. Swear to God. Yep. I went to all my trusted sources. Nothing new today. Tucker... Tucker. We haven't had a new narrative yet. No crossover points yet. Yep. Nothing special. I mean, seriously. Besides the Nord Stream thing and the New That's York Times. not even new. But I know. That um, was like yesterday. The it's day before. Not, but it's not even new still. No, I know. There's nothing new to report. I, I don't want to waste your time. Well, we had a fun show. I, I, I try to enjoy our time together. And uh, we got more. Because we're going to get, it's going to get better here. Yeah. Because this is kind of drama in a funny way that we can sit back and laugh at because we all know. Just we've, play. We've Just called play this. We've called this. And I got, I, I got to give it to Kevin here. He did a hell of a job here. He really did. Because of the footage that you gave Tucker Carlson last night, he went on, so this was a mostly peaceful chaos, as he said. He downplayed Brian Sicknick's death, said it was not related to January 6th, that this was not an insurrection. Do you regret giving him this footage so he could whitewash the events of that day? No, um, I, I said at the very beginning, transparency. And so what I wanted to produce for everybody is exactly what I said, that people could actually look at it and see what's gone on that day. So. But why, but, 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 but Mr. Speaker, Look, each person come up with their own conclusion, but I, what I just want to make sure is I had transparency. Do you believe because I know in CNN, I mean, I had here where you guys actually broke where we were. This was a secret location, Fort McLaren. I don't know if you got concerned by that. I don't even know from a point of view of security if we could ever be taken there again. But when you broke that at CNN, that was a real concern to a lot of people. I had a real concern also when I want to make sure transparency looked. Um, the officer's death is tragic and uh, anytime an officer is passed uh, in this situation. Uh, I want to make sure they're protected. I want to make sure the transparency is goes forward. Speaking Mr. Speaker, was this in any way part of the deal that you made to no, win the speakership no. to specifically give the content? To no, the answer, the answer is no. And if uh, if you follow, I'm not sure if you were there the times before. I got asked the question um, in a press. What I would do in the process. I've watched on January 6th committee how it was only political. Now, on the January 6th committee, you couldn't open up the minority side. It wasn't allowed to put people on. Um, and I just thought it was fair if someone asked me the question. Just transparency. So what I tried to do is be able to release the information, which will be to everybody. I worked with the Capitol Police. I asked them for any clips on the way that they had concern with the security level. Only one of the clips did, and we were able to change that. An interesting thing the Capitol Police told us when we went through this is that January 6th never asked them about that, the security. So that's why they showed, unfortunately, 
President, uh, Vice President Pence, when he was uh, being escorted out. They used my office on the escort of where he went out. They never asked the Capitol Police if that's showing security clearance that they shouldn't, which they didn't. They didn't ask me as well. I didn't. Well, at the end there, he kind of sounded like he was whining, but now that I, I mean, when to he it, talks long enough, he always sounds like yeah. he's whining. He, he does. He really, he, he, I mean, 10 seconds, that's, uh, he needs to be a 10 second Tom, honestly. Hey, then that's the only way he doesn't sound like a whiny bitch. Um, I know I'm about to date myself. Who was, what was the name of the character of? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Because uh, you actually have to pop out with something somewhere. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, Zach Morris, the kid from Saved by the Bell. Uh-huh. What was the name of that actor? Screech. No. Well, oh. No. The okay. other one, his buddy. Um, Screech is like the one that always beat Screech up. Um, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Somebody knows his name. I just know Screech died from the vaccine, so. Yeah, I, I know that too, but that kid, whoever that kid was, that reminds me of like that kid going in and talking to somebody, oh, doesn't it? I mean, kind of like All right. slick mouth, real like slimy, like, mm-hmm. hey, but like could smooth talk anybody into yeah. anything. Yeah. I mean, they can fucking sell a Bible to a Jew for Christ's sake and the, the Jew would buy it and be well, happy. Kevin McCarthy should be a Bible salesman. Yeah, but that's what he reminds me of. He reminds me of an old Zach <laughs> Morris. Okay. From Saved by the Bell. It, wow. And he's got the haircut and everything. He's like, "Yeah, with the Palmdale, hi, dude. What's up, man?" Okay. Anyway, but this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's funny in the chat. You all do too. Great, babe. No, where? Oh shit, no. That's only for Big Mike. Yeah, no. Great, babe doesn't work. Just Big Mike. No, great, babe kind of does though. <laughs> no, play this clip. Oh, we might do that. I from picked now on. this one. It was not the next one. I picked this one specifically. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm laughing. Tucker on the phone. When you got all the tapes, um, can it did did Fox News, the news department, can they have access to that? Would, would they get access to that? Do you think, I mean, what do we do with these tapes now? Because now it's your word against. You know, that's a good question. I can, I, you know, we work independently. We work for the same company you've worked here, you know, and, know. but they really are in different silos. I can say that no one from any news organization that I'm aware of, I can't speak for my producers, but that as far as I know, no one has ever, no one ever asked. Can, can, can I ask back. right now? Can I get access to those? But as far as I'm concerned, you can have access to whatever you want. I mean, I personally think that everyone should have access to them. Just I'll put you in touch with my producer uh, who's been dealing with um, the speaker's office for sure. I mean, so, why, wait a I mean, minute. So so nobody, nobody from the news department, any news department contacted and said, hey, Tucker, what are you what are you seeing? What do you got? Nobody. Not one working journalist has texted me directly and everybody in the world, including my UPS delivery guy, has my text. Nobody doesn't have my text. I mean, I should just announce it on your show. Everybody has my text. <laughs> I don't have your text, So Tucker. I am the easiest to person to get in touch with. I've had the same phone since 1995, the same phone number. I never change it. I respond to every text every day. So I am not hard to get in touch with at all. I'm not Colonel Kurtz up the Mekong, okay? I'm just sitting in my backyard. 
and nobody has reached. And, and I was in mainstream journalism for 25 years, so I know everybody. Nobody has asked me. And instead, I'm getting all these texts like, I'm Sarah Ellison from the Washington Post. Is it true that you suck? You know, the White House has issued a, a statement today saying you're a white supremacist Nazi. Would you care to comment? Yeah, do you? I mean, do you care to comment, Tucker? So, um, seriously, how do I? Has anyone have Tucker's phone number? Because I'd love to reach out to him. Uh, I, yeah, if you do, pass wanna, him along. I'd love to actually, talk to him. I'm just going to hit him up on Twitter. Um, I, I and see if I because I I want you know what I could do to him. I want the video. I want I want my video. You know what I'll you know what I'll do? I'll clip out my portion of the January 6th video and say, hey, I, this was you know this was clipped. And it made me look like this. I am a working journalist. We're on here every night. Check us out. Can, <gasps> can you please? Uh, can you please send me? Like, can, can, can I, we? Can I have access to I'm, the January sixth video? Like, yeah. So anyway, I'll put that together in the next day or two and send that over to Tucker. Be like, hey, uh, Tucker, see this? This is what's coming for you, bud. Letting you know. Anyway. I'm a bud tender, by the way. Um, I'm a bit of a farmer. All right. We got to go. We do. We do. All right. So. We do. Yep. Either way. We'll be we, back tomorrow. Yeah. At um, uh, 545 for Liana's Lounge. 6 p.m. for the show. What? Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow. That's right. Yes. We will not be here on Friday. But tomorrow is Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow. Are you going to do a show Saturday? Uh, I am going to do a show early Saturday morning with Heather. What time? I, I want to get it out there so everybody who wants to be there on Saturday can be there. Uh, we're going to do it at 11 o'clock. Are are, Actually, we're going to do it at 10 o'clock. Are we doing a threesome? Because I feel like I'm going to be here for that. Um, I mean, if you want to sit in and talk about mental health. Wait a minute. What is that? Saturday at what Saturday, time? Saturday at 10 a.m. Because the parade's at 3. Yeah, no, I'm going to be, you know, so I won't be there. You, you won't be here at 10 o'clock in the morning? No. Where will you be? be already on my way out there. What time do you have to be there? I think we have to be there at 11. Okay, well, I don't have to be there until 3, which means I have to leave for about noon because the traffic's going to be insane. Yes, it is. Because this will be only the second year that it's back on type. Yeah, well, we did it like we did the Renegade Parade. So if you've ago. never done but, it, yeah, um, Tybee Island, Saturday, Savannah, Georgia, Tybee Island. It's on the furthest eastern point. Well, so um, we'll start the show. We'll start the here. podcast at 10 a.m., but we will do a hard stop at noon because we'll have to get in the car and get, okay. get out and out yeah. there. So, um, yeah. And you're going to have to park normally this time. Yeah. And I'm going to have to get my uh, I'm gonna pay my speeding ticket before then so I can get my tags updated. Yeah. Damn it. Yep. That's in two days. Yep. Okay. Okay. Touche. I'll have to pay the speeding ticket tomorrow and then go get the sticker on Friday. See. Okay. Sucks. All right. So we really didn't want to pay that ticket. They literally, they gave me a hundred dollar fine for going one mile over the fucking speed limit. Yeah. It's all bullshit. One mile over the speed limit, a hundred dollar ticket for one mile over the speed limit. And it's almost impossible to fight because I've been trying. And they basically told me to fucking pound sand every time. They're like, oh, we'll give you another 30 days to pay it. 
You know, so it went from like it was due like December first to then it was due February first, and I, I was still I, like, "Fuck you!" I want to go to court. No, get no, because I can't drive my car until then. They're literally holding me hostage. I can't drive my car. So you'll go, have Heather's go car. to court. You'll have Heather's no, I won't car. because she has to go back. She's got to take the kid downtown because his play is that day. Yep. They're literally fucking holding me hostage. I can't drive my car, or at least not legally, and not going out to Tybee because you know there's going to be cops everywhere. So anyway, we will be doing a show on Saturday. Um, we will not be doing a show on Sunday because we have a uh, Celtic Cross Mass and then correct the play yep. again. Um, do we have? We're, no, wait, we're not doing the play because then we have the yeah, fucking we have something else. Yeah, we have the reception. We have the reception the afterwards. Yeah, Celtic Cross. Yeah. So um, we're not doing the play two days in a row. No, that ain't happening. That'd be Friday night and Sunday. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So two days in a row. We'll be back tomorrow. It's a lot for me. Either way, we will be back tomorrow. Yep. 545 for Leona's Lounge. Mm. And you can catch Leona's show tomorrow morning at 9.05. Yeah. On the Pell. Um, on yes, Pell.net. Pell.net. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Go check it out. It is a good time. Uh, all day. It's an all day affair. It's an all day affair. Once yep. you get in it. And actually, you know what? I did cut out yeah. today. See? For you the first time. In, you're fine. I just went back in. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to try and catch up. Yep. And you're right. It wasn't yep. that bad. Yep. All right. Yeah. I give you that. So either way, yep. uh, we'll be back tomorrow night at 6 p.m. If you don't want to uh, wait around for the lounge, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Come in at 6 p.m. Show starts. And uh, other than that, nothing yeah. new here. Uh, yeah. There's really no new news out there. Trust me. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, for the Mick. And Lynn. We'll see you tomorrow night, fuckers. Y'all have a great night. Thanks for watching. Good night.
strapped up in a white I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can beat it. F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. I ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty South with a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud. We need man up or sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country. Go around and find out.